Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Resilience of the Rocks podcast. I'm your host, Stevie G. This podcast is primarily geared to provide listeners with tangible concepts that they can relate to, as well as using their personal lives. Each episode is unique as we bring down-to-earth guests with many perspectives and practical advice. It's for anyone that needs that nudge to push through life and align with their passions. We hope that you are able to enjoy each episode just as much as we do. Feel free to follow us on all social media platforms and share this podcast with someone you know. Because we all have our successes and failures, but getting through the storm is the most rewarding. So for now, sit back and pour yourself a glass. Resilience on the rocks. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Resilience on the Rocks. And with me today, I got the boys. It's been seven years since I had them all together. It's a little backstory. They've been on episodes before. I got Ben, I got Dwight, I got Ricky. We go way back to the Marine Corps days. Only one of us is in, three of us is out, but things don't change. We're smooth like butter, so we're here. Right, now, the episode is going to be more of a freestyle. It's nothing really... Uh, dictated on paper saying that hey this is what we're going to talk about however the very last time we got together on a boys trip all three of us together like this like in different locations coming just in general whether it's a vacation or not but it would have to be a time we went to atlantic city where we got to really bond we got to really talk about and learn about each other and just build that village that we always talk about right so this is awesome now fast forward we finally got together and a lot has changed so before we even talk about what has changed i'll start with this man I, I love you guys, and I'm really glad I got you guys here. So, Dwight, Ricky, Ben, anything you guys want to say before we get into that? Uh, so actually, uh, so actually, I'll just say it's great to see these guys. Um, like you said, seven years ago, we all connected in Atlantic City um, before that military. But um, we all, I, I want to know more, like, what you guys been through. So, I'm, I'm glad to see you guys. Yeah, like, like. Like what uh, Stephen and Dwight said, like seven years, it, it's crazy how fast the time goes by and how much stuff has went on. Like I haven't seen all of us collectively in seven years since Atlantic City. And it's there's so much stuff I want to talk about and discuss. And honestly, I just want to just chop it up with the boys. Yeah, it's just a trip that's do way too long. Seven years is way too long. But. I'm glad we actually had it done this. It's a way needed trip for all of us just to get together and, and just talk it. Like Hell yeah, man. To. So I'll start up with this, man. Uh, obviously, since a lot has changed, I'll start off with the changes, right? With all these years, you guys all have been intact and, and you know, involved with what's been going on with me. However, to stay in a group setting with, with the boys, all four of us together, it's going to be a little, it's going to be a little different because it's like a, a trip down memory lane as well as we, as we catch up, even though it's not like completely news to us but obviously since all of us split up and went our separate ways um uh, you know I, I served to my last couple of years in the marines the most difficult time but the most you know time where i got to grow as a person uh, getting out the military wasn't fun you guys already know this uh but the the big turnout is obviously coming out on top i speak to you guys all the time um being able to build resilience start the podcast you know start a family i'm a, I'm, I'm dad i'm a dad now man like you guys all know my father, but the last time we all could sit down in a circle like this and drink and just chop it up is like, you know, none of us are really parents. None of us are, are in the same shoes we are in today. But, 
yeah, I guess the biggest accomplishment is, uh, yeah, I got out of the military. Yeah, I got a pretty, pretty good job and I'm happy. But the most important thing, the biggest thing that impacts me is having a family, having, you know, having a wife and having, you know, a three-year-old son now. Right. So that's, that's the hugest thing that I say, like, Hey, here's my check-in. It's been seven years, dudes. What's up? So that's that, man. That's a complete change of scenery. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't, you know, stay in touch, but sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't when you get out of the military. But I'm just glad that we all, like, actually stay in touch with each other as much as we could. Like, for myself, I was the first one that got out. And then, you know, first year was rough because you got to move to Georgia. And nothing was going on, but I got my associates while I was down there. Had a kid during COVID, got a family, got a wife, second kid on the way through in December. Mm-hmm. Finally got a decent job and, you know, got my bachelor's degree. So everything's finally working what it's supposed to after all these years. And it took a minute. It was rough, but it finally got to where I need to be. All right. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, right, cool. yeah. yeah. Cool. 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 I'm here. So I just don't get fine. That's all. But <laughs> nah, but um, nah, man, it's amazing, you know, seeing you all here. Like, two, as as Ricky said, like two of these guys, you know, are family, man. You know, they have that type of mindset. Not gonna say it's, you know, nothing's perfect, but watching where you guys came from to now, like, I, I love the growth. Like, I respect it, and that's something that I want. You know, for me. You know, I have, everybody goes through their hardship, but like I went through something and now like, look at me, like I got my own fucking house. You know, I I did it on my own. Um, And I'm working towards like getting, you know, becoming a little bit more knowledgeable in stocks, you know, stuff like that. And I reach out and I look towards you guys to be like that extra little motivation. So like, keep up like just know like yo what you guys are doing is not like being unnoticed like i see it like you guys may not get the praise all the time but like i i build myself through like looking at you guys like yo these guys are out here they got more shit on their plate you know not taking anything away from me but i'm like yo i i see what they're doing i need to step my shit up so You know, keep it up, man. I see you guys. Yeah, but you can't just rush that, man. It just takes time. Just because you see us up there, that just takes time and, it's, and life, honestly. It's going to come down. You're going to be rough. It's going to be good. But it's all worth it at the end. You just got to wait and be patient. You know what? 
the, the biggest takeaway is this, man. And I and I didn't want to talk about this, right? Because I was like, man, there's a lot of stuff about uh, wild times that cannot be said long on any podcast. However, right? Like, what's funny? The real takeaway is this: in Atlantic City, the infamous trip, right? I'll say a piece of it. Only the listeners get a piece, right? The piece is this: there's a shot, there's a there's a there's a toast with a couple of shots in our hand, right? And I'm not saying the whole thing. No one's saying the whole thing. But what I am saying is this, bro, is <laughs> the, the key sentence that I take from that is the toast was to dudes who don't give a fuck about life, right? And you guys go all laugh, right? But 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 hear me out on that, right? Because there's there's some true value to that. We were we were younger, wild individuals with less responsibilities and didn't really have a mindset of, hey, this is where I want to go, right? But now, if you fast forward seven years, that toast is a little bit different now. It's It has more of a, you know, it's not necessarily dudes who don't give a fuck about life, but dudes who care about life, dudes who have goals in life, dudes who have aspirations and are super ambitious because it's it's a complete night and day difference from seven years ago to now. So as a joke, it's like, yeah, toast to, you know, seven dudes who don't give a fuck about life. And we're just like getting fucked up and, and, and didn't really focus on, hey, what was the end state goal of, of success? We're just enjoying the present time. But now, you know, you got a little success on your plate. You got, you know, a lot of things that you could stand up and be proud of. But but you can still have that same toast and say, you know, I care about life. That That's what I'm, I'm getting at. I'm not telling everybody else about it. Let me see. So, so what you're trying to say is that you would like to do like a new toast. Like, is it going to be like aired on this podcast? Oh, yeah, we can do it. Or, you going to take lead again? You're going to do it. You're going to do it. do this. You, this you were the last one that did it. Why you name dropping? I'm just saying. We can do, we'll it. do it. I, I, think, I think we could. Yeah, you want to do the toast now? You want to do the toast now? I don't know. But when it comes to the toast, like, I feel like that toast was us living in the moment and now like we're we're like thinking for the future i don't know if that makes sense but it's like we were literally like in in atlantic city like we were just living day by day moment by moment hour by hour like we didn't no one was fucking think about what's next week gonna happen or what's tomorrow we was like this is today this is where we at this is what we're doing but now kids involved marriage involved how Oh Jesus! That's a fucking mic. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you know what I'm saying? People got mortgages. People got houses. Like y'all military, in military, out the military, jobs, interviews. But it's like now you you as us like we don't think just for today. We think about next month, next year, next year, two years, three to four, five, whatever. We we think about the future, like. This next move, if I do this, this is what's gonna happen. Or these are the repercussions if I don't make this. Mm. Seven years ago, we weren't thinking about that shit, bro. We was thinking about like, bro, like this, this is where we at. Today. This is what we're gonna this do. Is, we partying here. Hey, right we're now. drinking we're this. We're, yeah, but now we're like, bro, like if I invest in this, what's the outcome? If I go down this route, what's the repercussions? And like, we're now we're feeding back, and it's more like intellectual. Like we're thinking like, all right, like I'm feeding off of your energy, like bro, like how can I make more passive income? We weren't thinking about that shit seven years ago. You know what I'm saying? Now we're thinking about like how can we invest for longevity? My your son, your, your daughter. Like how can I make speaking on you, like how can you make your child's life 
much better than what your life is or my, like what was. We weren't thinking about that shit, bro. So it's like to think that like coming from living in the, the present to now looking forward to the future, the growth is crazy, bro. I mean, we, me, and, me and Dwight were just talking about this in the car. I forgot how it got started, but it was something like you said where you came from, how you grew up versus, you know, the situation that you currently live in. If you were to start a family, have a child. Uh, go ahead. You remember, I don't want to take you. Go ahead. No, you want me. No, I was about to say you want me to speak on. No, no, no. I was. Uh, I remember the conversation. Um, it was about like, yo. So, a lot of people, you know, really don't come from these like choice, like livings, right? You don't choose the outcome or like your situation. In a sense, like some people get this early start to like success, but for the gentleman like I'm with right now, I, I don't, I don't really know like y'all full like upbringing, but I know it's like, yo, from these people who grew up with the silver spoon in their mouth, right. Really didn't have to worry that 18th birthday. They had like the best car and shit. I know I still had a, a bus pass, you know, that, that was, yeah, that was luxury first, for me. My first car in the court, know? bro. <laughs> but I was, I was saying it like now, like, coming from those 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 lifestyle right but i'm just saying these lifestyle is nothing to like laugh at i i got some serious value from that yeah but now you're in a situation where you can do better some people can do that and they really just drop the fucking ball but with you guys you're like now nah, i'm stepping up to the fucking bat like I'm, I'm gonna hit this bitch out the park yeah you know you want what your second house right steven right it's second house wife, kids, you know, you, you busting your balls, right? You, you getting like substantial numbers, right? Ricky's still in military, about to drop his, what, come close to his 20 years, you know, gonna get fucking gunny. Let's get this shit going, right? P, uh, house, wife, kids, and second kid on the way, right? Mm -hmm. Like all these dudes are fucking busting their ass, right? But now like looking back where they came from, like for me in my sense like i grew up in a fucking apartment complex you know like that that i really didn't just thought about like getting a fucking house on my own like you know it was taught like yo you have to get married and do all this shit right but i had to do what i had to do and i got my own fucking house on my own second house so now i'm like i'm looked at by my family and like yo unwanted like this is straight unwanted like attention i just had to do it so now like you're in this situation where your kids now are looking at you like damn they didn't really this is what they were born into yeah. mm -hmm. but you are the ones who like yo i can really like show you and tell you the road where i came from and he can really understand or she can really understand like yo this right now don't take it for advantage like yeah People can lose this shit, but I'm going to teach you like these values along the way because you went through this trial and tribulation to get to this point. And I'm like, for me, I'm the same way. Like, you know, eventually, you know, for my kids in the future, like I could show them like, yo, this is where I take a little road trip with me, kid. Mm. You know, like mm. memory, ride down memory lane. Like, yo, you see all this shit you got? You know, I, I had to start from here to get to um uh, this point right now so this point you got to get better than this you don't take it for advantage like yo this ain't you didn't this is you you didn't make it you know this is something from my hard work 
yeah, you're going to have a good life and stuff like that. I'm not going to deprive you, but I'm not going to make you think it's easy. I mean, with kids, it's like, this is a saying, it's like, when, when kids come out, um, you raise them how you succeeded, but when they go and pass them, when you pass, they're passing how they succeeded because that's what they did during their life. So we can show everything that we know, but when they go up and they're old, they're going to learn new stuff. They're going to learn all that. But as long as we put instill the values that we learn into them, that's how they're going to be brought up. As long as we put those values already starting, have them help them, you know, set that seed, get growing like how we did. But that's, again, just giving that time. Nah, you really... You really hope, like, I, I, I know you guys would, but, like, I'm just talking about the masses, right? Yeah. Some kids really don't appreciate that. They're like, yo, I don't know what you're talking about. you talking hot shit. Like, what's the bottom? I never, <laughs> the bottom. I never, I never just, been there. Sorry, I never bro, touched that. Yo, that kind of scares me, bro. Because, like, what I was trying to say earlier was, like, you're in a position that if you started, you know, family right now at ground zero, it's a beautiful position, right? Your son or your daughter gets to come into a world where you have started the empire. Well, now what's scary on the flip side is, man, do, do they get to build the same level of fucking grit because you know they they walk into a lifestyle that's considered easy, easier or better than what we saw when we were little? It's like other than the the what what Ben was saying is like the you just said it, the the skills the fundamentals the the basic you laid down the guidelines for the, how that person lives the blueprint but do they still appreciate it the same way you know like you say like what's ground zero dad what what well you don't know about ground zero because i came from ground zero but well do, can they appreciate what you did for them do they like do they appreciate the nice house and, and not living in the hood do they appreciate having some money in the pocket sometimes when they go out but for example i mean angel's only three years old but when he starts coming to me, hey, dad, I want to go to the movies. Can you spot me 20 bucks? I know I got it. But is he ever going to know what it be, what it is to, like, not have that growing up? I don't know. Is, is this, And does that hurt him? So this is I mean, what I'm gathering. From. No, no, no. Like, yeah. No, like, real talk. Like, I can really, like, I hear what you're saying and I agree. But this is one thing that I guess, you know, maybe throw it into your wheelhouse. Like, they possibly would never understand it because you have to live that life. Yeah. Like that's a that's a like a hard truth you may have to swallow. Like, yo, you you you're never gonna understand it. Experience it. You may like respect it because like oh damn, you really you went through it, but my feet never gonna be in there because you made sure like you're never gonna go back to that. So my start, their starting line is what you got right now. Yeah. It's now how do you manage that to show like, okay, you don't got it like that. Like maybe I, you know, from for me and my younger brother, right? He got this silver spoon in his mouth when he was growing up. I tell that to like, you know, my mom, like, yo, we never got that type of treatment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. You get all the shit. Like, yo, what's your grades like? Grades. What? What that? What's that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just want it, and it just comes, and I'm like, fuck, man. Like, yo, yeah, I'm not like, and I get it. Like, older when you get older, you're not like as aggressive, you know. Yeah. So, it's a little bit more lackadaisy when it comes to that. And do I like? I, I had to accept, like, yo, he's he's. He's a different generation. These are different generations of kids. Like, 
And to understand, like, I, I think I like for him, he feels like I'm coming down on him all the time. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to like force my world onto him, but he, he's never going to get it. Cause like I said, he, you know, to my point, he will never like experience what I experienced because time and days have changed and they're a lot more, I want to say softer, but, um, easier. It's a little bit easier. So I would say easier for us, but harder for them. Cause to them, this is like, damn, you know, and you're like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, how's this hard? You really want to know hard? Hey, hey, you, you, you sit it like going to eat like uh, uh, some little fucking canned fucking sausages and shit. Yeah, Vienna sausages, bro. That's how cheap. Train them shit. That's the easiest thing. Still got me, man. We can't get wrong. Get some rice on the side, bro, and that'd be it. Like those, those are the those that's are the what, hunger days, that's right what I'm there. Saying. And, and, and no, by no means I grew up poor, like super poor, like. But yo, that's how chichas, the little Vienna sausages with some fucking. Put that in the omelet. It's game. It's game. Blast. Bro, for real, I mean, man. I think it's. But the thing is, like, when you're having the kids, like, you don't want your kids to experience the same thing you did, but you want you do want them to understand where that is coming from. But that's still setting the blueprint. Like, if my kid doesn't know about hardship. I don't want them to know about hardship unless it really comes down to a lesson that needs to be there. I want them to be focused on what they have now and then build from that and be humble with what they got. But like you said, some people just don't respect that. But the same way is of how you raise them and what path you take them. Because if you try to bring them up and just remember, hey, you don't, you never had like this, like I did, and keep going like that, you might be looking back most of the time and they're going to try to figure out what that, what that means. But like you said, if they never experienced, they're not really going to know what that means. So instead of doing like that, they should like focus on the, you know, how everything's new now and what they got right now. Versus trying to look back in the past. No, no, so what I was saying is like, so what it seems like is like, I don't have any kids, but um, when I do get that blessing, I feel like it's like, how can you raise your seed to like appreciate their upbringing without experience your hardship? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, but like, like legitimately, like legitimately, it's like, how can I? Because like you're saying, like your base is. And, I, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but our, y'all, y'all both fathers, but like your base compared to how you were raised is, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but it's probably better than what it was when you grew up. I don't know. But it's like, like, were you guys as parents? I don't know your, your guys as parents that well, but it's like what you guys had, that foundation is a lot better than what you grew up with. So it's like your kid is never going to know what you experienced or your hardship. But like you want to teach them, like, hey, like where you're at, this is our blueprint, this is our foundation. But I want you to be humble enough to know that, like, this is this is why I grew up. This this is this this was my this is your blueprint. This was my blueprint. Yeah. And you're gonna go to school and you're gonna meet people that experience my blueprint, yeah. not your blueprint. This is so that that Timmy or whoever his blueprint is my blueprint, and Tom is your blueprint. You see he has a dad. You see he has a mom. But you, you have both parents. You know what I'm saying? So, like, be humble enough to know that, like, you have the blessing to have two parents. You have the blessing to have whatever the case may be. But it's like, understand, like, it could it could be way worse. And, and, and don't be, like, don't grow up, like, ignorant 
I'm not saying your kids are ignorant, but don't grow up ignorant or naive to know like things can go south real quick. You know what I'm saying? And just be humble enough to know that like, you know, everything that mom and dad is doing is for your best interest and just appreciate what we have in the moment because it can go, it can like be gone just like that. Mm. So not gonna, you know, beat uh beat over like a dead horse yeah. or anything like that. But so I think to like to to summarize this right um apple tv has this uh uh show called c right Ooh, Yo, you guys right. have to see it right i haven't seen it so, i seen it i don't think i've seen it all right so um i forgot the actor's name the aquaman yeah um Jason Mimosa. Jason Momoa. 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 Yeah, it was a joke. That's what Jasmine Jazz called him. That. All right. So in season two, right? This. Uh, I'm not gonna do any spoilers, right? I, I'm. I'm not. But there was this one scene where his son was uh, trying to kill like this guy, right? Um, son failed horribly, so. His father had to come in and finish the job. Now he was like, "Yo, he his father was raised to be a fucking warrior, right?" Jason Momoa was raised to be a fucking uh, a fucking warrior, and he kills like in the most vicious way possible. So he has the dude pinned to this damn tree, and he told his son, "Come here for a second. Grabs." No, no, no. This was this was the intro. I'm, I'm gonna prove you wrong. I, keep going. Okay, all right. So he grabs the. Oh, that's the intro, brother. I'm about to fucking destroy. Bro, can I can I oh, live? Sorry, I'm sorry, can bro. I live? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I so I'm he grabs his son's um hand. Right. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> he grabs his son's <laughs> hand and he's told him like, "Yo, I'm gonna show you." Right. So he like drive the sword into the dude and his son's face is like oh shit like this i'm feeling the life leave this dude's body and then his his father has to go somewhere where it's like extremely dangerous and his son want to be like oh i want to come with you dad right and he's like looking at his son like what like you want to come with me and he starts like punking his kid right not to be an asshole but so his kid understands like I didn't raise you to do what I'm doing. Like, I didn't raise you to be a warrior. You know, I don't want you to do this. You know, like, I, I raised you to be, you know, better, like, softer. Like, I wanted you to avoid all of this. By, And he literally told his son, like, even though he didn't want him to, he failed him because now they're in this fucking situation and his son's not ready. Like, so as parents, right, like you two, right, do you, like, feel like, what is y'all parenting style, right? Because you're trying to avoid them having that type of, like, upbringing, right? Like, that that type of, oh, rock bottom. Like, so what? how do you guys deal with that? I mean, I think it's, uh, so, like, for example, for Angel, and I know he's never going to experience, like, what what it is to like eat Vienna sausages for breakfast? You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm not letting him do that, and I'm not saying I did that. Uh, but one thing I did learn is that like my parents did the best they could for me, and and I, and I respect my mom to the max, and my pops too, but my mom to the max for for what they did. But to for Angel, right? It's like 
one of my fears is because I'm giving him this lifestyle is that he's not necessarily going to be soft, but I mean, it all ties into this, man. What, what, what's the phrase of good time? Or is it hard times build strong man, strong man build good times and good times build weak man or some shit like that. And I might have messed that up, but it, but it's true, man. Cause like, how do you, how do you teach this guy, this little guy, this little warrior to be a savage like myself or like yourselves when you become parents and better with his, you know, family with more kids coming in hot. But what I'm saying is like, how do you teach him not to be soft because you gave him this great lifestyle? I don't have an answer. It's just, it's, it's scary. Cause like you can still teach him values, but it's like, they're never going to know, bro. So I think like, and granted, I'm not a parent, but I would assume that it's like not giving them i feel like it's hard because like knowing that hey like you grew up in a, in a in a time where like you never had the things that like all the cool kids had and you're mm-hmm. like fuck like when i'm a parent my kid's gonna have every single thing i never had but i don't know if that's a gift or a curse to giving your your kid everything you never had now knowing them or now allowing them to know like hey like life is this this is why life is you can get whatever you want i'm gonna give to you or it's like, hey, you know what? I can give you this, but once you hit the workforce, what's in it for me? Like, what are you gonna do to get this? Like, are you gonna can you survive? Can you survive? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can give you the I can if you want a bike, I can give you this, but why do you need this bike? Why do you need this brand new bike? Or like, what are you gonna do to get this bike? Because at the end of the day, once your when your once your your daughter, your son becomes an adult, like that bike's not going to be free. It's not going to be given. You have to work for it. You have to earn it. So it's like, what did you do to get this bike? Hey, mom's stressed out. You know what I'm saying? Mom just came home. The dishes piled up. Did you do the dishes? Did you take out the trash? At the end of the day, like once you get that bike, it's like, I deserved it. I earned it. I cut the grass. I took out the trash. I washed the dishes. You know what I'm saying? I helped put the plates on the, on the, on the dinner table. I earned it. I deserved it. But it's like, Instead of like just giving it to him, like give, 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 because I never had it, you could still give. In my, like I said, I'm not a parent, but like I feel like you could still give your kin everything you never had, but you could still also instill those things as like how to work towards getting those things. So without giving them, without having them experience the hardship you went through, I feel like in a certain instance, you could still embed those traits of like, all right. You want this bike, but how can you get this bike? I don't know if that makes sense, but no, it doesn't. No, it makes perfect sense. That's every parent's dream. Like you're gonna give a lesson to your kid no matter what, depending on what kind of parent you are. You know, most of the time you are gonna give a lesson, life lessons, unknowing lessons, family lessons. It doesn't matter what it is. You're gonna give a, your kid a lesson, even when you don't think they are. Every day is a lesson for them. They're still learning. They're they're kids. Like if my um, but I did I did understand that part though. Because you want to give your kid everything. That, that is a curse. That is 100% a curse no matter what. Everything's a pros and cons no matter what you want to do. But at the same time, there's a way to work around it. Like you said, like, instill, like, something like a blueprint, like we were talking about the seeds. Like, how are you going to work for this? If we do this, how are you going to do this? But it's like a, what is it, get? give and get. Like, show them how to do a give and get kind of thing. For my daughter, like, that's what I'm doing right like how to give it stuff like just even though she's only thinking of this talking like you can't always do what it is all that it's always like modern lessons the one thing that really worries me is like like it's saying like timmy got this like dad there or mom there whatever i got both my parents I'm not saying like 
you know, I didn't grow up like poor, poor or anything like that, but, you know, they did the best they could and I love them for it. But I don't have a strong relationship with my dad because all the stuff we've been through, military and everything. And that's why I got out too, because of family. And that's something that, you know, me and my wife worry about every day. My wife worry about this till, till this day. Like, I don't have a great relationship with my dad. And nothing ever is going to change that. So I don't know if I'm going to be a good dad or my son. That scares me. Wow, that's deep, bro. That's deep, bro. That's deep. That's a that's a that's a banger. Oh, let's do it. Now we now we get somewhere. Bringing heat, ready? Uh, we're getting somewhere now. I think I think me and Peter say, man, like, man, this hits. I hope he does. My pops is probably. I hope both y'all pops. I hope so. That dude don't know how to use Spotify, Apple Podcasts, probably not. So, but I'll say this, man. Uh, I don't have the relationship with the pops with my pops that I wish I had, even though he's was around for some years and still out of pocket somewhere not too far away but uh you learn if you had a great father who was there who taught you how to fish do all these things keep uh, a little spoiler alert i had never had a father taught me how to fucking fish hunt do anything my mom had to be mom and dad right uh but she didn't teach me how to fucking fish because we ain't fishing in jersey so going back to it it's like I, no matter how my father was there as a figure, good or bad, doesn't is irrelevant. But what you do learn from how whatever that experience was is the good and the bad. The stuff that you want to add as a father and don't want to add as a father. So whenever your son comes and as your daughter grows or whatever children you have as a father figure that you have, it's like you know exactly how you want to be as a father. Like, for example, I could... I look at my son every day and I'm like, I know that I want to show him X amount of love. I know that I want to do this for him and teach him these things. And I want to continue to be here because I I either had this or didn't have this. So whether you had a great father or a shitty father or no father at all, it automatically shows you like, oh, this is what my child deserves because one, you love them. That's just your kin. You love them because so that's it. So when you you can't even like pee, like I know it hits you in the feels, but you can't even wake up and say, I'm not going to be a good father to, to, to that son. Because that's not you. You're going to wake up and say, oh, today I decided to be a shitty dad. Get the fuck out of here. That's not you, bro. That's none of us in this room. So for the for the people listening, man, it's like you choose what kind of father you want to be. You choose what kind of spouse you want to be. And that's all up to you. And if you could dissect like, hey, this is the good, this is the bad. Okay, what do I want to be? What kind of role model I want to be? Then that's the person you need to fucking uh, reflect to the community, to your world, to your children. Bro. That's everything. Well, go ahead. Go, go, ahead. Go, ahead, bro. Go, ahead. go ahead. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I would never know right now, right? Because I don't, I don't have any like successes. I don't, I don't have that. And I know, like, so I don't know, like, how you are. Like, you, you, you're you probably an amazing father to your son, right? And you're an amazing father to your daughter, right? But let's say like this, like, as, as men, we know, like, how society wants men to be, right? So do you raise your son to be in that standards? Like, not to be emotionally, like, like, hey, like, suck it up, like... <clears throat> Like, oh, you scraped your knee. Like, hey, get up. Like, I'm not... To picking, an, I'm it's saying. to an extent. Right. But I'm just saying, like, in that way, like, are you, like, conforming to, like, how society wants it? Or are you just doing your own no, style no, at this no, point? No, no. Because as, like, for me, I don't really got a good, like, father present. Like, I know of him. Like, I know where he's at. You know, but we don't we don't chop it up on a day to day. Like, the person I go to is my mom. She's been yeah. there. Uh-huh. You know, she's 
mom and dad, like shit, I remember the day when she was like, hey, we don't have to get that, like, hey, hey, that talk. She tried to play the dad role. I had to, I had to cut the brakes, like, yo, hey, mom, like, I already know what you're talking about. The bees. Like, I know what's going on. And she was like, oh, good. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> this, this talk is easier. Right? She's like, oh, whew. <laughs> hey, man. But I'm just saying, like, in the sense, like, for me, I understand where uh, Sniper P is coming from. And, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, in a sense, like, yo, for me, like, I've caught myself several times, like, doing shit just because, like, I've been around it. I've been conditioned to it so long and I like yo I don't really like how I'm doing that shit you don't wake up like yo I'm gonna fuck up your life today right like that's not what it is but shit that's been like embedded into your core you have to go talk to some people to like kind of like hey I'm gonna need to like vent this out here in a safe place before I go unload it onto like you know your, your kid is like all eyes innocent you're like what you give me, what you show me, is how you, my my world is molded, right? And for me, I was molded by fucking like sure, like oh, I gotta get it on my own type. Like, how do you do this? I gotta go to outside sources to figure this shit out. Like, like yo, dad, like what do you do? I'm like, nah, I, I didn't have that connection. Like, mom was working, so I had to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So when it's my time to have like that I, I'm I, I, I'm scared of the shit. Like, I want it, but then again, I'm like, damn, will I be good at it? Like, would I be good at being a parent? Because I'm so conditioned to be, like, so hard on myself. I'm instinctively like, yo, yo, stop all that crying. Like, that's... I don't want to be that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want that healthy balance where I could be like, alright, I could be more vulnerable in that sense. Yeah. But it's like, damn, as you know, that shit is just weird. But what do you guys think on that? So for me, like, I, it, are you guys okay if I take like a like a turn on this conversation? Please. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, go ahead. I have to. So, boom. Listen to you, gentlemen, right now. From what I'm hearing is like father aspect, right? Yeah. From all you guys, was he? Were you guys' father really involved? Um, middle school. Bounce. He's out. You know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, All right. So my father, like, I had a father. Um, wasn't he was there? Not really involved. He was. My man was a Rolling Stone, bro. Like he was a Rolling Stone. Like my man, <laughs> fucking wild. And it took us a while to get like a really good. We didn't really get a really good relationship until my first deployment. <clears throat> so. A personal. This is this is very, very personal to me. When I was, bro, I had. I, I think I was like, I don't know, like eleven or twelve. Like, I made a vow to my mom that I would never treat a woman the way my father treated her. That's a personal vow I made to my mom, right? I was married, and up until August of 2013, my granted my pops was not the greatest. Was not by far not the greatest. But we were able to build a relationship before he passed. Passed in March of 2013. <clears throat> in August of 2013, I was married at the time. I came, it's crazy, because now we're talking about father figures, right? 
August of 2013, it was like, I made that vow to my mom when I was like, I don't know, 12, 13, 11, whatever. I've never treated a woman the way my father treated her. I was married. August of 2013, it was as if I was staring in a fucking mirror and I was doing every single thing my father was doing to my, everything my father was doing that I told my mom I would never do, I was doing. Mm. And it's crazy because subconsciously, I didn't realize, I didn't realize I was doing the things that I, I, I made a vow I would never fucking do, I was doing to my wife. So, it's crazy that we grew up with our fathers and we knew at that time as an adolescence, we knew what not to do. But subconsciously, I feel like we we do those things without really knowing that we're doing those things. So doesn't have to you don't have to have kids as a man. Not having a father figure present, has that affected you guys as a man? Because I know it affected me. I don't I don't I don't know about you, but like for me, it it affected me and now I know. Well, it's kind of it's kind of different for everybody in situations like growing up with like you know I was he was only like thirty thirty percent there, but having friends with fathers and stuff, I kind of grew up with like people's friends as um, dads and stuff, and those were like more of my father figures, and they learned the lesson from each one of them instead. So I can't really go up by by, by them, so that really couldn't affect me as mad. But if I didn't have those people in my life, I would have actually never knew what it, like how to be a man, how to be a dad, a father figure, or anything. I've seen like the different types of fathers that were out there to go something that based on. I know I wouldn't have a a base, basically. Yeah. I would just have, you know, what I got, and hopefully this works out and shoot from the hip, honestly. Nah, I, I pretty much nailed it. Like, no, I'm dead ass. Like, yeah, I really nailed it. Um, hmm? No, but um, if you guys have not, uh, I'm not going to, like, publicize somebody else's uh, podcast or whatever, but... Oh, no, go ahead. No, so I... Uh, I listened to this uh, podcast. Um, it's something that I've like one of my favorite ones to listen to. Um, it so it was the real ones, the real ones. But they had a, a a guy on there. I can't remember his name, but he has his own podcast called Dad Talks. Right? You guys heard about it? All right. So this one, like, he always starts this um his podcast off by saying like he wrote a book right i haven't read the book yet but on the back um or of the book he had he said something that really like stuck to me and you guys were all touching on it he was like you know he pretty much came from that setting where you know dad was really not you know the best and he kind of like went over the top and like yeah i i never want to be that guy now that he's in a parental role he was you know said like I wanted to protect my kids from, you know, that type of life. But now, like, I realized that I became the monster that I was trying to protect them from. Yeah, the, the the person that they didn't want to become, they became anyway to their, to their kids. Right. Like, just to... like you were saying, like, yo, you, you know what you don't want to be. Have you ever never experienced that? Right. It's like you're looking in the mirror and the person you don't want to be is staring back at you, bro. I don't know if you ever experienced it, but it was August of 2013, bro. I looked in the mirror, and it was my father. God rest his soul, bro. Like, not talking bad about him, but I was looking in the mirror, and it was that man looking back at me, bro. It was crazy. Crazy. All right, bet. Him? Yes. All right, bet, bet, bet. No, no, no. I was saying I agree with what you said because 
like I became that monster. Like not by like, oh, I'm willingly gonna wake up to be that way. It's just because of what I was conditioned to do or like saw, like, I know this is not right, but I see it 24 seven every day. It's like, damn. And then now you're in this position, you like, fuck, I, I, I'm doing this shit. Like this shit's wild. But, but it's, it's like a self-conscious lesson that's always gonna be in the back of your head. Something that you never wanna do, you're gonna end up doing it regardless. But you're never gonna avoid that. Really, because the more you think, you're in it. Well, not, not like not like that, but I'm saying like there's a there's a the the lesson from that like the thing that you're trying to avoid the most is the thing that you're going to end up doing. So instead of trying to avoid it, more like trying to like. But, 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 I'm, but I'm not saying like that. But you're trying to like you know what the issue is. You know you're gonna to have to take it head on, and you're gonna to have to like you're gonna might have to do it. In you know, in a certain level, of course, not the whole way and saying, but I'm saying like if there is a time where that might actually come to a point where you might you know that mistake's coming or you know you about to be that person, whatever, try to like improvise, you know, like you know you're gonna be a better person and all that, but still do the you might gonna you're gonna do the problem maybe, but then find a solution at the same time and say, I did this, but I know so if I'm gonna do this, what, I know what how I'm gonna fix it. I I I hear you. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I really do. But I'm telling you you, I, I'm not going to say like, I don't know your life, right? I don't know your story fully. I know from like a certain point, right? But I'm just saying like, yo, what, I, I'm not going to speak for you, Ricky. I'm just going to speak for myself. Like, I, I hear you know what you're not supposed to do. You see it, you know, like you don't, You, I know it's going to, you don't know it's going to happen. You just know you don't want it to happen. So when you start like you're in it, you don't pay attention to it. You don't see it happening. You just like going full steam. But when like shit start hitting the fan and shit start falling apart, that's when you really start like all right, doing a self-assessment on yourself and realizing like you're looking at yourself now. And then you you then you see it. Then you see it. Like right now, like I I don't want to sound rude, but you you haven't seen that. Like, I don't want you to see that because when you're in there, you are literally like the the darkness. Yeah. Hey, I, I know you're going a lot to white, but I want to hear John's because I feel like he has a lot to say on this point. Now. I mean, I mean, there's a lot, man. It's like these events, these instances, whether you're talking about being a good spouse, person, father, you're going to learn. <clears throat> excuse me. You're going to learn from your mistakes. You're going to learn on the way there. But but going back to uh, what I wanted to bring up is uh, the podcast you're talking about. I don't, I don't remember the dude's name. It's the dad podcast, whatever. The dad. Yeah, the dad talk. Yeah. I listened to that uh, because of I listen to real ones, and he said something that really hit man. He said, <clears throat> "I never want to be that guy. I never, never want to be like my father. I never want to be this person." Right? Like, like we're talking about right now. He says it wasn't until my son. Yo, here this, here this, bro. If you remember this, if you heard this, yo, he said, he said, Dad, you don't gotta scream at me to tell me to go take out the trash or whatever it was. He was like, if you stop screaming at me and just told me, hey, you gotta go do this because we need to get this done, Dad, I would just do it, and that's it. And he goes, 
man, I realized that like the ways that that I thought was okay and normal, whether it was intentionally or subconsciously, I don't need to do those things. Like there's other ways to get the things done. And it's other with his, sorry, sorry. There's other ways to get these things done, whether it be with your children or, or just relationships or anything you're doing to get done. You don't have to immediately resort back to the old ways or the subconscious ways. That's it. What you got? No, did he that like when he was in the moment? I, I don't remember. So, in so the moment, in the moment, he straight reacted to what he was conditioned to. Like he snapped on his like, like he was feeling like hot, like how what 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 you say to me? Like, and then he had to like really think about it, and that's when he came back and it was like, "Yo, my son, like I, he he was he was more of an adult." than I was in this moment. I was like, damn, like, cause I was just like about to just go like, like real tall, right? Like somebody like your son literally like after like, he's like having fun and you trying to be serious with him. You just like, he, you know, child, you know, gaining their attention is going to be really hard to do when they fixated on something, right? You know, like, try to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you trying to gain their attention, that's when, you know, you're going to have to like, hey, all right, all right, I'm serious right now. And then they're like, yeah, but I I, 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 I want to do this right now. And you're like, wait, I'm, I'm not asking you to do the world. I just need you to clean your room. And he's like, everything else but the room. And you're like, all right, I got to go resort back to like my, my tunnel vision again. So like. I understand. I agree with what you're saying. Like, yo, but I was also like to caveat off of that. Like he went back to AIDS condition, but luckily he was able to identify it and then go back and be like the man. And just like, Hey, I apologize. You're right. I don't need to yell at you. But that's what I was saying like before, like you, if you knew that's going to happen or that does happen, have a plan, like just having something, a, a solution at the end of it, because either way, like I said before, like sometimes it's just going to happen and you're not going to avoid it. But if it does, and you know, subconsciously it doesn't, just have something in the back of your head, like a plan that you know that, okay, somebody's gonna make me realize. Because don't get me wrong, yeah, my wife caught me twice already and she had to check me for it. And I had to go, I had to go right back to, you know, hey, I'm sorry. Like I, I had to really like come back and think about what I was needing to do. So I had to like, I had a plan for it if I ever knew what how I did it. I'm not gonna say how, how I'm going back a plan is because I'm gonna keep that in my back of my head so I know I'm gonna do subconsciously. <laughs> so I don't know what's gonna happen again. But it worked out because I had that plan in my head. I always had that plan in my head. Only because I knew I wasn't gonna avoid this problem. It's gonna it's gonna hit me because I can't really talk about it that much. But I knew I got a solution for it. So that's the only way I was saying like it's you're not gonna avoid it. Just have a plan for it when it does happen. No, I love that. I love that. I love I love the fact that, you know, you learn from that experience, you know, like most people don't, they, they got, they're going through the bringer and sometimes they're only going to learn after it's like crashed and burned. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, you had that person who cared about you enough to know like, yo, you're a better man. And then show me what I can see already in you. And I love that. I love that for you, man. Like really. Um, you know, like I'm not even gonna go there. there. I got this. I'm gonna take it away. I'm gonna take it away because I'm gonna take it away. Relax. 
All right, check it out. So the way I, where I take it away from this is because I don't want it to just be like, yo, it's a dad thing. It's and that's it because not everyone here is dads. Not everybody listening is dads. But I think that the the powerful thing to take away is being able as a man to understand that maybe your way wasn't the best or you messed up and there was things that you needed to fix. And if you're able as a man to understand that, dissect that and realize that, okay, I need to fix some things. Then whether that be you as father, whether that be you in a relationship or just, you know, in a professional setting, being able to be humble to say, okay, I made some mistakes. I need to, I need to start dissecting that. I need to start changing because maybe the old school ways of the, of the caveman is, is not the right way. You know, I feel like, I feel like it's too easy. I feel like it's common for us to be like, well, a man is this and a man is that. And I gotta be like this, but maybe some of those ways are fucking wrong, bro. And like it's toxic, <laughs> like like for example, like uh, every time my son falls, I don't need to scream at him. Like stop crying, uh, wipe your tears. Which sometimes I'm gonna do that, but I think it's also sometimes you need to pick him up and hold him and give him give him a hug. Like yo, you gonna be eyes, right. you know, you felt, but you gonna be eyes. Right. Too many parents are too quick to be like either one, and we'll go back to parents. Damn, but going back to either a, hey my baby, come here, you're okay, you got hurt, or b wipe the tears off your face boy like you better find an an in-between like and 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 use that for parents and use that for your relationships use that for yourself being able to be humble between two but go ahead dwight i got something for the parents i got i got something for the parents in the room all right so and we're gonna go off topic a little bit so um I know like how we were growing up, right? You know, if you if you ain't first, you're last, right? Ricky Bobby. So being your son, right, and you have your daughter, right? Like being in sports and shit like that right now, right? So let's say would you be more like go hard like yo, you gotta be first all the time, or you're 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 like that, like, oh, if you're sir, uh second, third, or if you're fucking dead last, you're still a winner. Like, would you be more on the sense like, yo, go hard in the paint, always be aiming for first, or it's okay to be coming in second, or it's okay to, like, be third, as long as you gave full effort, which I, I believe, like, being able to give full effort, give it your all, but I know from, I want to know, like, y'all standpoint, being his parents now, right, are you more of a, hey, look, I saw you, you, you busted your butt, you know, let's go out for ice cream. Or like when it gets like really competitive, like when it's high school, middle school and stuff like that, you know, they want to go for that sports uh, scholarship and stuff like that. You know, or y'all more for like a, hey, you didn't you didn't get it. But, uh, you know, that standoffish approach, like hey, if you're second, like how most things are now, when you know, in the elementary, like, oh, you know, they they lost, but they get a trophy, too. Different. Um, I'm saying this. So it- my son's only three years old, so like the only competitions he's going in is like who could win the quiet game, and uh, he's not winning, so that's that. But I'll say this: like in in any aspect, I want to teach to not quit. Like for example, uh, if he joins a team, honestly, it's fine if he loses; he's not going to win at all. But it's not fine if he quits. If it's not fine if he's not a good team player, it's not fine if he has doesn't have sportsmanship. It's not fine if he's not humble. That's not okay. But when you win some, you lose some. I don't agree with everyone gets a trophy. However, it's like, I'm not going to shit on my son because he didn't win the championship. 
I'm going to shit on him <laughs> and tell him that he's wrong if he's being a dirtbag and not showing up for his teammates. That's 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 just me. I mean, I wasn't really still like the first place because, you know, I didn't have like the parents weren't there like to help me with doing that. That competition just came along down as I got older and I want to, you know, I want to win and all that. But I think it all depends on every other situation. Like um, Stephen was saying, it's like, you know, my, my daughter's only three years old. <laughs> they know the value of winning. At the same time, yeah, the trophy thing, I also want to know the value of losing and stuff as, as well. But, you know, just like how I don't want my daughter to, like, if she does something, I don't want her to quit. But I got to say, if you do quit, we don't like it, but at least give this thing a chance. So I would say just have a try. Actually put your all into something first before you actually know that you got to, like, you know, you don't want to do something and change your mind. That's why I was trying to still my daughter just, like, not just to quit, but, you know, you put you, – you accepted this. You wanted to try it out, and now you just want to get up like that. You you have to try it. Give it your all at least for a certain amount of time. And then if you still don't like it, then make up your mind from there. Because in that in that aspect, you can give the lesson to your kid, like, there you can change your mind anytime you want. There can never be a straight answer. Like, you can tell you, taste, taste this, taste that. You can try this, do that. But then you never know what is the right path for you to do it until you took the full effort for it. Cool. All right. So, you guys cool if I deviate? Good. All right. Obviously, we've been going like this, like, fucking huge rabbit hole. So, um, from the beginning, obviously, this is we haven't seen each other or been together since Atlantic City of, you know, 2016. So, collectively, I want to ask you, gentlemen, like, since 2016 till now, what has been your biggest failure and your biggest success? Since then till now, I'll open the floor to you guys. You want it? I'm ready. I'm always ready for this one, man. Yo, the biggest the biggest failure that brought me to my biggest success, man. You guys all know, man. It it's my plan was to be a life in the Marine Corps, man. My biggest failure is that that plan didn't go through, right? The, it went to rock bottom, but. But the biggest success, the outcome was, hey, things had to go bad so they could go really good. Uh, leaving the military, I was, in, I was in the worst place in my life. However, now I, I stand in a great spot, man. I, I think it's a win, man. My loss on that side of the house where God said, hey, your plan was to join join and stay in the military. But guess what? My plan is not for you to stay there for 20 years. And in my head, I was like, man, well, that's, that's not what I wanted. God, well, what's going on here? Uh, but the biggest win is is the outcome. Things had to get that bad. He had to destroy my plan in order for me to be this successful. I, he had another plan for me to say, hey, you gained these skills, and now it's time to utilize them in different places, uh, in multiple different platforms. And I think that's a win in itself. Uh, and I and I realized I shouldn't be upset that you know I had some losses because those losses let those wins taste even better, man. So that's really that. Yeah. Uh, I would say my biggest loss was like just like you man, like getting out of the military. Getting out of that military that first year was the roughest decision in the world for me because going to a new state, I had nothing to do, I had no purpose. I had to wait till my actually get the GI Bill and stuff. And I found like went to school and I still didn't have a purpose back then until I finally we finally moved out where we need to do after everything's finally set up. But that just takes time. Like you were saying, and I'm glad I'm at the place where I am. Just got a house, two cars, family. Everything just worked out the way it need to be. But um, my biggest success was just, you know, finding a job, you know, in my field that can 
give me a stepping stone and move on from there and working out because you you had a great job when you came out. Deloitte had a great job when he came out. You know, it's just when I came out, everything hit the bird for me. But now I'm at a place where I can financially say I'm steady, I'm okay, I'm good to go. And anything comes, I got it. I love that. No, I love that. I love that for, you know, y'all both. Um, man, my success, my biggest failure. Um, I think for me, my biggest failure was... Hmm. It's a little tricky how I can say this. Um... I guess for me, my biggest failure was, you know, my, uh, my marriage. That was my biggest failure because I never liked to fail at anything. And that was something that, you know, I, I wanted to succeed in. And that, that went awry in its own direction. But just like Kyle Stevens said, you know, God had a plan. I may not understood it at the time, but. I had to go through it and go through that and hit rock bottom to learn. Like, I guess my biggest success is that I can withstand a lot of pressure. And I, or I, I pushed through it and, you know, I'm, I'm here today. A lot of people don't have that type of ability to stand back up through those type of hard times. So my fortitude my faith helped me get through it. Of course, you know, my, my village, my peoples, my family, you know, helped me understand like, yo, you know, they never really saw me that week before. So I had to like, all right, lean on those people, like trying to get that energy back in. Yeah. And that helped me like get to where I can start moving again. But my purpose, I, I don't know what that is. I don't. I'm still trying to figure that shit out. Um, and I don't want to be in those situations where I like get into like something serious with anybody and use them as my purpose. Like I have to find my own shit so I can be like I can always have that core shit for myself. So like, I, yeah, for me, I would say like marriage was my biggest failure and success was surviving through it. So, uh, so I would say like biggest failure. Um, but I I would have to say like this: the most recent incident was like the promotion. Like it would have to be the promotion. Getting him promoted to Gunny, it was like I'm not gonna lie; I thought it was a given. Like I I, I thought it was like in the bag. Like, I didn't, I thought it was honestly, a, I thought it was a fucking given, bro. Like, there was nothing in my mind that knew that I wasn't going to get it. And knowing that I didn't achieve it at that point in time, like, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, but then maybe I often had to realize that maybe I was too fucking complacent. I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what the reason, but I feel like my my biggest failure was getting promoted to gunnery sergeant, and it's just like, I, I don't know what the fuck I did that was wrong. 
But there's something I did where I either I got complacent, I I lied, I got last basic, or I just I don't know. I need to improve. So that for me, I would say my biggest value was that, and, and maybe it's too complacent. Uh, I would say my my biz, biggest success was um, working on myself. I would say like you know self improvement. Going from like being isolated, I'm still isolated. I still isolate myself, but getting to the point where like I will allow someone in, and I'm willing and I'm able to open up. I'm willing to open up, like about my feelings, my emotions, and you know, not letting I said previously, but not letting my uh my my, my past values affect my present. Whatever, not allowing my 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 previous values to to affect the present. Whatever, whatever how I worded it, but not bringing that trauma into the present, and I think that's been my biggest success and something that I'm still currently working on. But I've made leaps and bounds to get to where I'm at. So at the end of the day, if I could look back and be like, you know what, I'm two steps ahead of it. That's huge. I don't have to be ten. I don't. I don't have to be a hundred. But like. As long as I'm one step, 10 steps, two, three, two and a quarter, as long as I made progression on that portion, that's a huge fucking win for me. So I, I think that's my biggest one. Oh, yeah, no, that's spot on. I think that, that's a huge win, man. So as, as we wrap this up, because we're, we're pushing an hour plus time right now, I, I just think, yeah, yeah, no, we are. Uh, I think it's great. I think we had some great points. Uh, it was good chopping it up. I think uh, anybody who's listening, they probably think two things like, hey, there's some great value and these guys are going changing topics left and right. But it's all good. We just shot from the hip. Uh, anything that you guys want to leave on, on on the table as we as we wrap it up? Anybody? No? I, th- I thought somebody was about to drop it. If not, okay. Well, <clears throat> I think I think yeah, let's do it. So as as we uh go ahead and pour, pour it, pour shots real quick. We ain't doing that. I'll just start. Um, oh man, I'll stay with this as the boys again. Everything put together for the last toast. Get the toast ready, somebody, please. Not last toast. Last toast before we get off the pod, bro. Uh, I'll say this. I'll say this. Man, you guys are messing up. I think the biggest takeaway from the from the show is knowing that. Uh, Things get worse before they get better. Learn to love yourself. Take care of yourself. Be a good person. Be a good husband. Be a good father. Be a good per- uh, excuse me. Take the time to really uh, take self development serious, and that's really it, man. So get the get the shots ready, and uh, Dwight, you're taking the toast away, man. What? You got the toast. You got it. I got the toast. Man, we're about to wrap it up, bro. Yeah, it's recorded, my guy. No, no, get that out of here, bro. Hey, uh, I'm not. Oh, you had the last toast, but you don't want it. All right. To becoming successful fathers, successful men in the future, I want success for everyone here. Toast. And just like that, we're done with another episode of Resilience on the Rocks. We'll catch you next week. Get out my house! Hey, real quick, real quick, real quick. Stop, stop, stop.
Don't, whatever you do, 